Are you ready for the passage? The only real deal Patriot post game show. And now, Corso and Catone. Welcome into the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post game show worth watching. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is in the booth, and you're with us live on YouTube and also live listening on Podbean. And hey, look, if you miss any of this post game, we'll be up later on on iHeartRadio or just get online. All of the shows are up there for you to listen and watch. Joe's got the live chat open. He's got the phone open, 855-313-PATS. Want to hear from you? Chat in, call in. All your reactions, Mark and I are going to have ours to this week five sees the Detroit Lions come to town in our throwback weekend with the Patriots in their nice throwback uniforms, winning this game 29 to nothing, 29 to zero. Goose egg. And of course, I'm wearing the blue shirt today, which means Thank it, God. Is, it is a Patriots win. Thank God we're not looking at that red. Going to have a lot. We're going to break it all down today. We're going to have our quarterback breakdown. No Mac Mania, but we're going to have something on Zappy. I'm sure Joe will have something prepared for us. And in our coach's corner, we're going to get to our breakdown of all the coaching moves today. And, of course, our Sunday stiff. And I think we're going to have a couple of uh, candidates for a Sunday seat who can sit with us today at the table. Uh, there were quite a few guys that played well today. So, Mark, your impressions. Listen, I'm very happy. I was very impressed. I thought it was a much improved performance on both sides of the ball in com in comparison to what we've seen. Um, but but I, I was really encouraged, Chris, by the defense. I mean, yes, the center of the field is still a problem, but the but the edges. They, they, I thought defensively, Chris, we 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 made plays. We came up with turnovers. I thought I was I was happy with the play of the defense today. Yeah, for me, you know, my initial reaction is everybody pumped the brakes on how bad of a football team the New England Patriots are. You know, I mean, coming into this week, everybody was lumping them in with this team, with Detroit. Listen, Detroit's and, one and, of the worst teams in the, in the yeah, league. The Bears of the world and the Jets yeah, and so on. Yeah, we're, we're not there. We're not there yet. Look, we're not there. I mean, and and, and if any, if today showed anything, it showed that. You go in with a third-string quarterback and Zappy, and, and he, he was impressive today with his poise, and we're going to get to that in a second. But I think pump the brakes on how bad the New England Patriots are. If anything, it can show you that get through this nice get-right stretch of games, and you never know what can happen. Looking around the rest of the league, Mark, you never know what can no, happen. You don't the, know. Other thing I, the other quick thing I take away from today is, is there any reason on earth, on this planet, and we want to hear from you out there in the chat, that they would wear another uniform but than what they had on today? You don't like the blue uniforms, Chris. I, I, listen, speaking of blue, Mark, he's wearing the blue shirt. Finally, yeah. get the white. Finally, get the blue. Finally, got yeah. with that logo on. Beautiful. Listen, those those uniforms. The look uniforms beautiful. are they, fantastic. Mark? Oh, they were fantastic. The helmet, the the helmet in the middle of the field. Oh, was, oh my God, it. how good did that look? Right. Love it. Waiting for, oh. waiting for waiting for John Hannah to go and cut somebody out at the knees. You know, pulling <laughs> and chopping somebody down and smack, smacking somebody in the side of the helmet. Love it. Loved it today. So. Yeah, I got a lot to get to. We want to break it down. And, uh, you know, let's start with our quarterback breakdown. Joe, we got anything? Oh, we got something nice. I knew you would. Yeah.
So today on the day, Zappi was 17 of 21, 188 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Mark, um, you know, break this, break his game down today. How do you know? Looking so Chris, he made, he made, that. he made all the right decisions. He didn't, he didn't force anything. There was a couple of plays just as an example. So he, 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 he did, he play action passed. It, Thornton was in the game at the time. Thornton breaks free, blows by somebody, puts his hand up, but thought, but Zappi turned right, went to Henry because that was where the ball was probably supposed to go. They got a first down, throws it to Henry, but he was open. Another play, I believe it, uh, somebody else was open over the middle, might have been um, Parker, went to Henry on that one as well. First down, but but he made safe, smart throws, took what they gave him, didn't do anything dumb, played within the confines of what he was supposed to do. And and I, w- I was impressed, Chris, with, with how he handled himself, his poise, his preparation back there. I, I thought, you know, it was a good performance. He didn't do anything crazy. The interception was not his fault. That was your no. friend, again, Mr. Aguilar. My friend. Your friend. You loved him. You wanted to sign him. Ugh. You know. Listen, I, I, I agree with every, everything you're saying. And also, when you really look deeper into it, too, and I'm sure that little later on this week, you'll probably hear, uh, you know, all of this coming up. But we have it for you now, live, right after. Um, when you look deeper into what they were doing out there, what they were trying to do. Now, listen, Detroit made it a lot easier for them. Um, well, the whole secondary how, got knocked out of the game at one right. point, I think. With yeah. how poor, and with how poorly Detroit played on offense and how many opportunities our defense gave um, our offense, the ball yeah. back and so yeah. on. Yep. But it didn't look like there were a lot of reads. It wasn't like he was having to read progressions throughout the field. If you nope. noticed when he would hit that back foot, it was maybe one, two read and out, you know? So it was kind of like they cut the field in half for him, um, where he would drop to that back foot. He would see his first read, see his second read and get the, and get the ball would come out, you know, and maybe, maybe giving up on some plays that may have been bigger, Bigger, yes. longer and, yardage yes. plays, and, like and they you were, and, do too. Yes, and they were there, Chris. You're right, but he didn't do that because he he, he did the smart thing. Right, and and you know what? We could say, oh well, you know, they made it easy for him, but it's real simple. <laughs> How many times have we seen quarterbacks come in a game like this and make those mistakes and still try to force those balls and still yeah. try and 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 the game gets away from him, gets over their head? He didn't allow that to happen. Um, and I was impressed with how that happened. You know what also impressed me about the way he played today was you talk about Aguilar, that's stiff, okay? And that's now three games now, three games where he's given the ball to them. And I'm sorry, that was 1,000% on him today where Zappi put that ball exactly where it needed to be, and Aguilar, like the bumbling fool he is, bobbled it, stumbled it, and then into the other hands it goes. And then, and then they show him on the sidelines, and he's talking to his unit. He's talking to the wide receiver. I don't know what the hell he's talking to them about. Well, miraculously, know? though, Chris, after that play, he never came back. And later, they listed him as as doubtful hamstring. Well, you know what's funny? What I you was going to give, what I was, yeah, right. What I was going to give Zappy props for was that that was there was one attempt to Aguilar. That was it. So the kid had the wherewithal enough to say, you know what? Mm-mm, not going back to him. Not going to him anymore. We're going to stick with Myers, eight targets, seven catches for 111 yards. We're going to stick with Hunter Henry. Thank God. Oh, my God. Tight end sightings today. Five five targets, four receptions for 54 yards. Okay. And take the safe bets out of the backfield in Stevenson. So, um, 
he took what they gave him. He took what his offense allowed him to do. And shit, Mark, it doesn't hurt, though, when you run the ball for 176 yards. No. You know. And, and, and Chris, if, and anybody, watched, if, if anybody watched our pregame yesterday, we both said they should be able to run for 200 yards against this team. Right. And they, they did pretty close, pretty close, pretty close to that. And if they wanted to, they probably could have. Yes, um, absolutely. They rushed 35 carries for 176 yards. So all in all, I think Zappi had a good day. Um, like you say, for all those things you talked about, his poise, um, what he didn't do. That's what I think is more telling than anything else is what he avoided doing, which was making some big mistakes. Because, look, early in that game, you know, th- th- yes, it ends 29 to nothing. but Detroit was moving the ball on a couple of drives early, Chris. Yeah, in that first quarter, you, it was still in doubt. It wasn't like it was a foregone conclusion this game was going to be won. Um, yeah. Mistakes nope. could have been made by the quarterback that really put could have really put us in a bind, and he didn't do that. So – you got you tip your hat to uh, to Zappy. I thought he had a great game. I thought the game plan was good for him today. I'll give my tip my hat to the coaches there too. Um, although I think some of the play calling, we're still going to talk about that in a little bit. But all in all, I think he played well, Mark. I thought he played well. I'd give him an A for today, Chris. I'd give him an A. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with th- those kind of numbers, that kind of poise, um, he took a couple of sacks he should have taken. Yeah. And Chris, he ran out of the pocket on a couple of plays Avoided, that yeah. you don't get out of Mac Jones, do you? No, I mean, you know, and, 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 and let's not. And, and I'm not, I'm not picking on Mac Jones. I'm just saying that Zappy yeah. does give you a little something that he doesn't give you. Yeah. He avoided a couple of times, got away from some things. Um, yeah. But like you say, let, let's pump the brakes on, you yeah. know, cause you know, you're going to hear now you're going to hear this crap all week long now, Please. you know, Zappy, Zappy, Zappy. What it does though do is it allows Jones to heal properly. Yes, it absolutely does, and and that's a good thing. So then they sh- they won't rush Jones back now because they, they I think they know that they can win with this kid, and so yeah, then especially with like you said, Chris, this stretch of games, so it will allow Jones to heal properly, which is a good thing because he needs to. Because you could say what you want, okay? You could say what you want about you know the you know hindsight. Everybody says, well, Detroit, they they suck. They're the worst team in football. This is what should have happened. No, no, look. This is the best. This was the best offense coming in. Yeah. Averaging 450 yards a game. Yeah. Number yeah. one. Okay. Number one scoring. All right. And so, you know, they didn't do that to you today. So out of the rest of these stretch of games coming with Cleveland and, and the Jets and the Chicago and so on, you gotta like the fact that maybe this kid can manage this game. He already played in Lambeau. So going into Cleveland shouldn't be that daunting. No. You know? No. And so we'll see what happens. But uh Hey, let me yeah, ask you a question. <clears throat> Moving forward, if he does well enough, do you guys think that uh, when Matt Jones comes back, they would have like a, a dual sort like a quarterback of, controversy? Not a controversy, but, but putting them into the rotation and using him as, you know, kind of like who would they use him with? The That's big- not something Belichick really has ever done. You're right. either the starter or you're the backup. And and, yeah. and that's that's how he rolls typically. Yeah. I've never seen I've never seen a rota- a quarterback rotation work. No. Yeah. You know, it's just and, it, Bella, it, and it, Belichick definitely won't use it. No. 
especially when you're not dealing with an athletic guy. So like normally you see stuff like that when you see like there's one quarterback that's more of a pocket passer thrower and then the other guys an like athletic. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they, like they used Tebow that way when Tebow was here, they used him like that. So that was the only reason why I thought of it that they have possibly that game plan. But yeah, I, like a Tyson I, Hill in in yeah. yeah, like a Tyson Hill in, in New Orleans where you got packages for a certain guy to come in. But again, Joe, that's dealing with more of an athletic sort of a guy right. that you have certain plays. Neither one of these guys really fit that mold. Yeah. You know, that you would have that happen. So, no, I don't think there's going to be anything like that. I think when the time comes, it, it's pretty clear watching Zappy play that when Mac Jones is ready, you know, it's just his team. I mean, he's, he's going to get back on this field. That's not – it's it's just a matter of let him heal properly. So – so Joe, what are we calling that? Zappy, the Zappy breakdown, Zappy hour. What do we? What do we? Uh, Zappy attack. The Zap attack. Zap. That's I like that, Mark. I like Zap. The Zap attack. I like the it. The Zap attack was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. And Mark, listen. Moving to the rest of the offense now. Um, you know what were your impressions? I mean, yesterday you talked about on Corso and Catone your keys to the game. We're gonna have to run the ball. Gonna have to establish a good running game inside and out. Did they do it? They did. I thought they did. They did. They they had a great combination of both in and out. And and surprisingly, Chris, they even had some good running plays. On, I hate to say this, your buddy's side, Isaiah Wynn, even though he did make some mistakes today, Wynn, they did. I they did have some runs on that side of the field, Chris, which I was surprised they did. I'm never ever ever going to give that clown any props at all. He was another okay. fast today, another holding call today. You know what I mean? He stinks. He stinks. Okay. Isaiah Wynn stinks. All right. No, but they did. You're right. They ran a couple of times I, that night, especially later so in the game. I really, you know, I thought they mixed it up. I thought they did a good job. And listen, the only thing that I, I didn't like to hear is that supposedly Damian Harris hamstring again. He went out. You were down to one running back. So, you, you, you know, next week you're going to have to use somebody. You know, if Harris can't go, you might have to use a couple of other backs that haven't played pretty much all year. This is why I don't like dressing just to, so today. They dressed two backs. They dressed Harris and they dressed Stevenson. And that was it. Yeah, they had was six, it. all six wide receivers were active today, including your buddy Thornton. We'll talk about in a second. Well, next, well, hopefully Chris of Aguilar, they said hamstring. Hopefully next week, you know, Thornton's active and not Aguilar. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen enough of Aguilar now. Yeah. I, I've seen enough. And Bourne looked like he got in the doghouse again today. He looked like it, but it didn't. It didn't, it didn't look like it, it hurt. I have to see his percentage of plays out on okay. the field today, but it didn't look like it hurt his um, his time out on the field uh, anyway. But um, he only got one pass attempt thrown to him. He caught the ball and he had one rushing. But Chris, attempt. I thought offensively they did some things today. He, whether or not it was Zappy who did it or it was intentional, they finally got Hunter Henry involved. He was, and it was it was you know? involved a lot on the play action. Yes, if you noticed. You know, a lot of a lot of the throws to him were were put the ball on the hip, play action pass, Hunter Henry's down the seam, which is what we thought we'd see a lot more of um, yeah. coming into today. And maybe that's their way of saying, okay, intermediate routes, safer for Zappy. Uh, Mac Jones throughout the season so far had been looking downfield a lot, you know, um, maybe a lot more than today. Um, negative, the only thing that I will say, and I didn't mention this about Zappy, is not a good downfield thrower. He's not a good deep pass no he's not he, you know he kind of looks like he throws his whole body into it not a lot of accuracy and if their defensive backs with detroit weren't so bad 
you know, which kind of which kind of hurts because now you get you finally get Thornton back, but you don't get any you don't get somebody that can get him the ball if he blows by somebody. So in that sense, that's definitely why getting back to what Joe would ask us, I think when Jones is fully ready and healthy, he'll be back because Jones can can fiddle fully utilize all your weapons on offense. I don't necessarily know if Zappy is gonna maximize a guy like Thornton, Chris, who you drafted because supposedly he was going to stretch the field for you. Yeah. Well, unless it's something now they're going to get into practice, they're going to start really working on it. But he, his downfield throws didn't look good. Those no. throws throws to Parker and and, and th- that no. that corner over there with tons of speed, they took him what? Wasn't he like third overall in the draft? Something, something like, like that. that, yeah. He's got blazing speed, and for some reason he just decided he didn't want to get in phase, turn around and make plays on the ball. And he yeah, I don't know what was that about. At the top of the yeah, like panicked at the. Point he did the that more. He did that more than once. And none of those balls were really, to me, seemed a playable ball. Yeah. You know, on on with, against to Parker, and it's one negative thing. You talk about the receivers. You know, Hunter Henry's a bright spot today, but again, Parker's just can't. You can't get this guy going, can you? No, I I, I don't. I again today, though, but Chris today. It seemed like they went back to that one-dimensional use of him. The use of him that we're like, okay, but but that's not necessarily the best way to utilize him. The way that they utilized him a couple of weeks earlier to get him involved, they didn't do that today. No, no back Those routes, throws. no, no, nothing today. And and I don't know, maybe Zappy can't do that, Chris. I don't know. Maybe he's just not comfortable with that kind of a, a throw, that back shoulder throw, a little more safe. Play action pass to the center. Of the I don't field. know, but you're right. Parker. It, it, but Parker was not involved today. I mean, Myers had a big day. You know, Myers nah, he had is a, big a security day. blanket, though, isn't he? We for all the things we and, and everyone keeps wanting to. Every time you talk about about Myers, right? Yeah, it's always the same thing you hear. Well, it's Myers, but Myers isn't really a. You know, that's what you hear. Quote. Myers isn't really a bank. Or Myers yeah. isn't really this. So he's is what he is. Well, what he is is a pretty damn good receiver that just keeps catching ball after ball after ball and making first down after first down. I mean, he's seven more catches today. Yeah. You know, so I mean, he's there. He's reliable. He runs great routes and he's always open. Mm-hmm. So at some point, do we start to say this guy's a legitimate receiver? Yeah, but I still don't think he's a one. You could say he's a legitimate receiver. I still don't think he's a one. I'll never say he's a one ever. That I, well, I, I can't. I can't give you that. If you want to say he's a two, yeah, okay. I'll never give you he's a one. I, I can't. And one in the sense of like what I saw today, like uh, Pickens over yes. at, um, Pittsburgh. I mean, they didn't Pitt, have Pitt, a great game, but he. But yes, yes, yes. I know where you're going next, but, but you know, yeah. But he's kind of an electric, dynamic. You know, put him on the outside, Pickens, that kind of a guy. Versus, we just don't have a guy like that. Oh, Cooper you Cup, know? right? Yeah, and 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 Cooper Cup is one in, in the sense of a our slot can be a, a slot one. can yes a slot you know? can be a one absolutely. So there's a diff, different types of ones. There's a cup, right? There's a Pickens. There's a you know there's different types of ones. But I, I so I don't think he's one of those guys. But you're right. He's he's turned into a real good receiver, Chris. Just he really keeps getting the job done. He does. He does. Every- and I and I and I and I'll be and I'll admit it. I, I was one of those guys who who have always bashed him, right? I have. He's turned into a real good receiver. I'm still not well, I'll, like I said, he'll never be a one, and, and I'll never say he's a one. But he's turned into a real good receiver. And so the front, the last thing, the offensive line. 
their performance today. I mean, Mark, they rushed the ball for 176 yards. So yeah. they mean they, they were moving Detroit off the ball. Now they, Detroit they, they allows 450 yards a game. Well, so 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 that's so that's, so that's a grain of salt, man. Maybe that's one of those. Take it with a grain of salt. You played against the worst run defense in football. So yeah, your offensive line played well, but listen, but they could have. But Chris, it could have also. You could look at it another way. Listen, they could have went out there. We could have been sloppy. Had a bunch of penalties, and and we were crisp. We were sharp. We were prepared. We did what we were supposed to do, right? In the old days, Chris, today would have been. We would have said when Brady was here, we would have said, ah, yeah, we, you know what? It was one of those professional games. We took care of business on to the next game. We, you know, they, they, we, we, you know what right. I mean? But, but, right. you know, but, but they're not going to say that about this team. You know what I mean? No, because there's too many question marks, too many, yeah. in, a, in a one and three team that comes in looking the way the Patriots have, you're not yeah. going to, you're going to take any grain you can. Um, but hey, but, if you're but Detroit, I, I you held them under your average. <laughs> If you listen, the, the Patriots had a, a 364 yards total offense. So Detroit's defense played well. They played well today. They held them under 450. So <laughs> I guess that's a win. I guess that's a win for them. So well, no, the one I thing I the one thing I will say, Chris, is I still don't think in the red zone they're still not a, a efficient enough in the red zone, and and, and that I know we're going to get into in Coach's Corner. But when they get into the red zone, Chris, you're not going to beat good teams. No. With the efficient scoring efficiency we have, you're not going to beat these good teams. We we don't score enough points in the red zone, Chris. No, and when you start to play teams that are better than this, and you get the stretches of the schedule when you're on the road and you need those other four points, it's it it isn't even it is you know you can't even look at it and say well it look it's it's an op, it's a function of the offense the fact that you got the third string quarterback nah 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 I don't I don't I don't think so I don't think it's a function of the personnel that's on the field. This is a function of the coaching as to why the red zone efficiency isn't as good as it should be, in my opinion. And we're going to talk about that in Coach's Corner. And on the other side, we're going to get to the defense. This portion of the Pats Nation was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. When we come back, we're going to break down the defensive side of the ball. They had a big day. All that and more right after this. Tune in to Special Sauce Podcast, wherever you podcast. What's your special sauce? Now back to the 29-0, the Patriots defeat the Detroit Lions in our throwback game with those beautiful-looking logo, helmet, emblem on the field everything was beautiful the weather was nice today everybody was just, oh it was beautiful wasn't man, wasn't joe's brother at the game today? i think he was he was at the game and uh hey. shout out to him so couldn't we're over here working joe you're over here working your brother's over at the game ain't a nice a weather out there and i got a few texts from him today while he was there so i think they they, they enjoyed themselves pretty well so 29 nothing. Patriots uh, beat the Detroit Lions in a game they really needed to. The defense needed to have this kind of game today, Mark. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, a blank. They needed to blank a team, a bad team. You know, they had to have a bad team come into town and get right. It was a tr truly a get right kind of game. Um, mm. What did you see from the defense, Chris? I thought our edges played great. I mean, Matthew Judon, Chris, was, was in the backfield the whole game. I mean, I don't know. what How many sacks did he have? Three? Four sacks? 
Yeah, I'll bring it up. Go ahead. I mean, it, but in all honesty, Chris, he he was close to getting golf seven or eight times. I mean, golf just got rid of the ball, and and Judon was landing on him. I mean, so so I thought Judon had a great game. It was extremely disruptive, and I thought Raekwon McMillan, um, was a big, a big, a big thing coming back, Chris. I think he provided them a spark. He provided them some energy, and he provided them a lift in there. And and so I think he gave them a little something that they've been missing as well. And and Mac Wilson it came back today and played more than he's played in the past. So I think Belichick at least realized McMillan and Wilson have to be on the field, Chris. Because yeah. the center of the center of this defense is so poor, you got to give those guys a shot. Yeah, Judon had um, Judon had two sacks. He had four quarterback uh, four quarterback hits. He probably could have had two more sacks. That yeah, one at the end, of the end yeah. he was chasing him down, and Goff ended up getting the ball out of there. Um, but one of them was a sack. It was strip sack, and then uh, Wilson uh, scoop scores. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. I think the edges. Uh, that's the one thing that you I know believe- who didn't have any sacks, Chris. But he's in. He's close, but he hasn't got many sacks this year. Is Uche? Yeah, he 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 is. He had one tackle today, but you're right. He's around the ball. He's around the ball a lot. He's applying that kind of pressure, and other guys are coming free. Yes, you know these are the types of things that you see out there when you're watching. When you break down, and I go back and watch it again, and I'm sure I'll see some of this because I did last week. Um, is Uche is freeing up a lot. You know, you'll see you'll see Uche come off one side. Somebody has to come and chip there. And meanwhile, Junon comes free or somebody else comes free. Um, but you're right. The edges played well. I mean, they contained. There was really nothing that got to the, got to the edges, got wide on them at all um, that concerned you. Uh, and, 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 and that continues to be a bright spot. You know, they allowed, you know, they allowed 100 yards rushing today. Um, and they allow 211 yards and, uh, sorry, 229 passing for golf. So, um, but as far as how they are in the middle, stopping the run now at the beginning of this game, we saw they were getting gashed. I mean, if you watch the first couple of drives of this game, the middle of this field between a gap to eight, you know, tackle to tackle Detroit was running the ball. Well. I mean, I'm not sure. What did you? You made the comment to me. What did you? I say? don't. I don't know what. The, I don't know why they went away from it. I would have just kept running it and running it and running it and running it. I don't know why they ever put the ball in Goff's hands, but but because it, we didn't show we were stopping it. No, they weren't stopping it. Any everything between the tackles, they were having it. And yep. again, my buddy, uh, and I'm gonna keep saying it all season long. You know, in a game where the where the defense had a good day, they, they, they a lot to be excited about, a lot of turnovers, a lot of good edge play, a lot of good secondary play. Bentley still is a problem. Chris, it was early. It continues to be a problem. Chris, it was early in the game. I don't know if we, it might have even, it might have been on one of those first or second possessions you're talking about where the, the, the running back for Detroit goes to the outside. Judon seals off the edge like he's supposed to, forces him in, is looking for help, but Bentley's not there. Nobody's not, there. nobody there. No, but he's tripping and stumbling and dumbling and boom, 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 boom. He looks like a freaking, you know. So Judon like, does his job, Chris, right? And yep. and, and there's nobody on the inside that, that the, you're supposed there's nobody there to help him. No, not as and and, and, and I, you know, I'm not gonna put it just on, on Bentley there. I mean, there was no, no safety there either fitting. No, nobody no safety coming down to fit either. I thought Pepper's had on a bad game. Yeah, we did. You know, today. But the we center did. mark, the center of the field, yeah, McMillan back helped. That was better. You and, and and he started a little slow, 
But you could see in the second half he started coming back a little yeah, bit. Him start shaking off some of that rust and some of that athleticism. And I thought Mac Wilson played really pretty pretty well today. Um, because he yeah. was in the clubhouse. You know, he had he had a couple of bad games. He had a couple of real bad games. Real bad games, and and so I thought he bounced back. But the problem that I have with Bentley, I don't want to give Bentley the same kind of love because it's the same player. He's the same player consistently week in and week out. I don't see the improvement. Well, I was I mean, just going to say, Chris, you don't, I, 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 you don't see a bounce back performance from him. No, no, th- th- I still see him getting lost. I, I still see him getting lost in coverage, right? Where he can't pick guys up laterally coming across the field. He can't get into throwing lanes. He doesn't wall off the inside receivers well to try to reroute them. Doesn't do those kinds of things. Um, and 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 he guesses. God pisses me off. What pisses me off so badly is when a linebacker guesses and makes a, a guess as to what gap they're going to get to to fill. You know, unless that's the scheme. But that's not, Mark, to be honest with you, that's not really the design a lot. The design a lot is for linebackers to fill the gaps. Uh, well, Chris, I, I was going to say, but especially with Belichick, I, I can't believe that that's the case. No, I, I, and, and it just doesn't seem to keep, it doesn't seem to get it better. Now, hopefully with McMillan back, Maybe Mac Wilson playing a little better. You can put that Band-Aid on the center of that field. But, Mark, they've got to solve that center of the field run issue. Okay? Godshaw and Davis and Barmore well, next and week, Well, next week, Chris, Cleveland's just going to hand the ball off to Hunt and Chubb. Chubb, yeah. That's all that they, that they love to do that. They're going to give it to Chubb and Kareem Hunt the whole game. They'll, they'll just keep gashing you. Yeah. You know? We're checking in with the chat. We have uh, Patrick Seeley chatting in. Uh, says, guess we don't need this. This, this must be a, a Jack Jones fan out there right now. We Guess we don't need J.C. Jackson. Uh, laugh out loud. Hey, listen, um, Patrick, we're going to talk about the secondary in a second. Um, but I think he's right. I think he's right. I mean, I'm not sure what J.C. Jackson's doing over there in L.A., but I told you as soon as they stop making him play some man, um, that may be a problem. For, for the Chargers and for, for J.C. Jackson. And he uh, follows up with Bill would bench him if we was if we wasn't making so much money. And I don't know, Patrick, if you're referring to um, Bentley. Not sure if he's referring to Bentley there, but if you are, I agree because something's keeping this guy on the field, Mark. And it, it has to be more than just I got the green dot on my helmet and I can call plays. Shit, anybody. I mean, you you know, you get a play call out there, you call it. Anybody can do that. You don't need Mac Wilson yeah. could do that. McMillan can do that. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't understand what the, what the obsession is with Bentley and, and, and Chris. So, but he's always had Chris a Gerard Mayo type, Dante High High Tower type. Now he's got Bentley. So I guess if he puts Bentley on the bench, who does he have to bring in to fill that role? Or oh, you mean like who who can he stand up and say who can I be? I'm not going to be a dinosaur anymore. Well, that's not listen. You know it, listen. But that's Belichick's. That's his whole defensive scheme. So who's going to fit that position if he benches him? There would have to be a different type of player, like McMillan, like Mac Wilson. Okay, like like maybe one of those guys you wanted to draft. Yeah, you got to keep doing it, though, huh? You're just gonna keep. You're gonna keep cracking my eggs today. And it's, like, is it good enough for you that it's twenty nine nothing that they win? That I'm wearing the blue friggin' shirt and I'm in a halfway decent mood for the first time in about a month and a half. Okay, you gotta stop keep dreaming it out. There Listen, don't that. get too excited. You're gonna blow your stitches. <laughs> so that's it on the break we'll take another couple of pain meds so uh but but no listen center of the field got to fix that problem 
edges are good. Edges are real good. You dodge We just want to make sure we. Although keep, Chris, going. we talk about the edge of the field, right? The center mm-hmm. of the field, right? Yeah. But you would have thought that T.J. Hawkinson would have had a big game today, the tight end, and he did not. So, considering this, we're so bad in the center of the field. What did they do to keep him under wraps today? Detroit the tight end. The Detroit coaching staff showed up. Okay. Because there was mel- okay. multiple occasions, okay, that I saw the center of that field, that seam would have been there. Okay. So I'm not sure what the hell the coaching staff was. I don't know what the game offensive game plan for, for Detroit. Well, you know what? I know what it was. It's we need to run the ball, and if and if uh, Jared Goff can't play action pass, he's useless. He's useless, Mark. And then yeah. and it's a great segue into the secondary and what Patrick was talking about with J.C. Jackson as to how our secondary played and and our and our pass defense of them. But Mark, what do you see? Was it a product of Detroit being kind of Detroit in their selection and how they want to operate offensively, or was it something we were doing? Well, I think the one thing he did do is I think he had. I think he, it was almost every time Hawkinson looked like he went on and uh, 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 out, Chris, it looked like Duggar was on him. Yeah. He didn't have a linebacker on him. He didn't trust a linebacker to pick him up. It seemed like every route he was on, he had Duggar on him. So, well, I, think that, him so I think that was intentional. Yeah. He wasn't well, letting Bentley pick him up. So God. Thank God. And, and listen, uh, uh, Patrick brings up J.C. Jackson. Listen, Jack Jones, Chris, this kid's developing into a, He's developing into a corner, this kid. Let me tell you something. When they first started the game today, I started to get pissed off, and I was waiting for that phone to ring after Mark's rituals where you can only call. You can tell the people, you can only call me after each one of them has a possession. This is how that works. Anyway, I was waiting for that call, that Miles Bryant call, because I see Miles Bryant on the field, and I didn't see Jack Jones. Okay, and what started to irritate the hell out of me was, okay, Mills was back playing again today. So your best corners out there would have been uh, Jonathan Jones, Mills, and now and listen me, late, Jack late, Jones. late in the game, Jonathan Jones went out. You know, either ankle or hamstring, he went out. And I saw Mills went out. I thought it was Mills that went. It out. was. I think. I think. I, I think Jones did too. Yeah. Well. But, well, luck, but, but luckily, anyway. luckily, as the game progressed, you saw Jack Jones back on that field again. Yeah, he has a nose. He he he's he's got great feet. Yeah, he's got great feet. You know, and, 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 you know, that's not to sound like uh, Rex Ryan over here, you know, <laughs> looking at people's feet. But when you look at a corner, the first thing I look at when I look at a corner is what's the footwork like? How do they move? How do they run their feet coming backpedaling or not even backpedaling, side scraping or even shuffling? How, you know, step replacing? This kid has tremendous footwork and he's able to stop, start, trigger, come forwards laterally. Quick, quick, quick on a dime, which is why you saw in that play where he got the interception, they were throwing running that kind of looked like a corner or a bench route where yeah. it kind of went to that corner. Um, and he was a little more inside on coverage. Um, it looked like it was no, you know what it was? It was a wheel route. That's what it was. They that was, looked like that was, took, that was to the tight end, right? Yep. They looked like they took two receivers and they put one. Um, they tried to put the corner in jeopardy. Okay, so they took one receiver on the inside and kind of like an inside skinny sort of go. And then they took a, a, a back or the tight end coming or wheeling down the sideline. And Jack Jones recognized it, read what we call set transfer. That's where the quarterback sets up like this and goes like that. 
As soon as he transfers off the ball like that to throw it, and for you listening on the radio, I'm, 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 I look like a quarterback now. I look like I belong on a football field, you know. But as soon as he turns to throw, corners are trained to see that and then break, go break to where 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 the ball's going to be going. And he 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 was perfect on that. His trigger going out to that outside is why he had the interception and why he made it look real easy. So yeah, he's a player, Mark. I think he's a guy you need to keep on the field and get the hell Miles Bryant off the damn field. Chris, the kid, the kid Jack Jones has the potential. It looks like granted it's real early. It's the fourth game of his rookie season, fifth game of his rookie season. Jared but, Goff. But it was Jared Goff, but the kid Jones, Chris, looks like he has the potential down the road to be a shutdown corner. He really he does. does. I mean, he really does. So. I mean, I mean, it's way too early. Don't get me wrong, but he yeah. honestly, Chris, shows you the instincts to be, and for someday, I'll shut down this side of the field. Don't worry about it. And he's got that swagger and that confidence. He's oh, yeah. got that. He's got that attitude that a shutdown corner has to have. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to. I tell kids all the time. I want the attitude. I want it. Well, your coaches son has your son has it. I say coaches will tell you all the time, hey, you know what? Let's control the attitude. Let's not. No, 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 no. I want to see the arrogance yeah. in the secondary. I yeah. want to see the arrogance. Here's the thing, though. You got to be smart enough to know that if you're arrogant and you don't back it up, you look like a moron, a complete moron. And that's what I say to these kids, you know? So make sure you put the work in to focus. And this kid's doing it. So yeah, Mark, when May, when Mills was back in this game today, to me, it looked like, hey, look. You put Mills and Jack Jones on the outside, and you bring Jonathan Jones inside to deal with uh, the kid that came off their injury list um, that was playing for them, their yep. receiver today. And I thought it worked out really well. The, the other round. rookie got in the game too, Chris Jones, the other uh, corner Marcus from Houston, Jones. Marcus Jones. He played a little today, which was good to see because he's got the speed, Chris. He should be able to help you out there. Yeah, I mean. Um, he's got to he, give you more than Miles Bryant. He's that guy. He, he, oh my God, Mark. Any, any, my, I don't want to talk about Miles Bryant anymore, but we, you know, I'm wearing the blue shirt. Can we, can we, can we avoid all things negative today? Is that possible? No, I guess. I don't know. It's possible. No, no, you're right, though. Um, he's a guy that can run across the field. Yeah. Lots yeah. of speed. He, not, guys aren't going to run away from him. And that's going to come into play when you play teams like Vegas. You play the Raiders and guys are going to cross. You're going to play uh, Miami. Again. Yeah, when you got guys like Hunter Renfro and those guys, you're going to need somebody that can cross with them. Right. And so well, it was supposedly when he was drafted, everyone was like, oh, he's the guy that's going to chase Tariq Hill. Okay, well, we well, let's see now. Second time we play them, let's see if they use him. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I will say about the coaching. It seems to me like they are getting these guys on the field, which I like. And I'm wondering, is that because Belichick's just so focused on the offense? He's not even paying attention to what Mayo is. This all Mayo right now, Mayo and, Be and the kid Belichick. He's not paying attention to what they're doing. He's not paying attention to what they're doing. Well, what they're doing, they're doing well. So, so Patrick, uh, thank you for the chats. Listen, perimeter looks good. Edge defense looks pretty good. The secondary's looking pretty good. Duggar's looking good. Phillips is looking good. McCordy still seems to be slow. Peppers is in. You know, Peppers, Peppers is a is problem. Awful. Um, so you're going to have to have something. I don't know if Bledsoe is going to have to get off this injury list and get out on this field and see what he can produce. Um, but you're going to have to have some kind of answer at safety, Mark. That's going to become a little bit of a problem if they don't address it. You know, yeah, it is. Yeah. Along McCord with yeah, yeah, McCordy's finished. You're gonna, you're, McCordy, if, in, in, in a big game, McCordy's going to hurt you. So 
That defensive breakdown was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Hey, when we come back, we're going to get into this coaching, and we're going to talk about their decisions and some of the things we would have done in Coach's Corner right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. 29-0, the Patriots defeat the Detroit Lions in a real good get-right game today. Hopefully the trigger for something more positive moving forward and hopefully a springboard over the next four or five games. Uh, and, Mark, when we talk about the uh, the coaching, uh, there's still some negative things to talk about, you know? I know you people out there are waiting for it, waiting for the negativity. Here we are. It's coming. Coach's Corner is now. Coach's Corner. Okay, so, Mark, good things not so good things today, too. Masked by a good score, masked by some good inv- individual performances, right? What did yep. you see? Start with the offense. Red zone, Chris. The red zone play calling. It's when they get in the red zone, Chris. It's almost like Patricia's not even prepared. It's 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 like he, he's scrambling. He's. I mean, they were inside the red zone today, Chris. It was second and one. You and I are on the phone, both saying play action, play action. Boop, nothing. Run the ball up the middle, short. Third down, maybe two. Let's go. Something, play action, something. Boop. Run the ball up the middle, stop. Kick a field goal. That's great. You can't do that against good teams. You can't get field goals, Chris. In the yeah. red zone, he, the play calling, it's just like, it seems like Matt Patricia is just lost when they get in the red zone, Chris. There's nothing creative that they can come up with because he, that's beyond his capability at this point. Yeah, and and again, zero for four the red zone. Yeah, because and, and that's the coaching, Chris. He just uh, he, it, he can't dial anything up. There's nothing he know he don't know how to dial it up. Zero for four in the red zone and three of nine on third down. It's bad. Those are bad numbers, Chris. When 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 you know every once in a while when I was 30, younger, I, I used to on, yeah. On every, every once in a while when I was younger, I used to go to the racetrack and and. and Okay. So, so I'm gonna make this analogy. Boy, every every show, every once yeah, in a while, once in a while, every once in a while. So, so up at Saratoga in the paddock, there was the old man Javi Pack. He used to be Naira, and he used to say, he used to have the cigar in his mouth, and he used to say, "Don't ever ask a horse, don't ask a horse to do something he's never done before." Right. You're asking a guy who's never been an offensive coordinator, do something he's never done before. You're putting this guy in the red zone. What do you think he's drawing up? You don't know what the hell he's doing. No. You don't know what he's doing, Chris. It scares you. It, it really does scare you because these games, as the season grows and there's more film, and, and you know these teams study everything, 
And as you start, defenses start to study you and your take call tendencies, your third down efficiency, your, your red zone efficiency, where you like to go, what your tendencies are. If you're not growing, the problem is, is they're standing still. So any growth that they make will be still behind at this point in their, in, in how they pull their plays in the red zone. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. It's over his head. So that's I mean, going to be, that's going to become a problem, Chris. Eventually. It is a problem. I mean, it is a problem and it's going to, it's going to be highlighted as a problem. It's going to start costing them games because now you're going to be on the road. I mean, you could go be in Cleveland next week, for example. Okay. Look, Cleveland, you know, they, they win games. They're not, I don't know if they ended up winning today, um, beating the Chargers or not, but you, you, you can find yourself in a situation where the difference between three and four, uh, the three and seven point problem. That's going to, that could cost you at the end. Yeah. You know, it, it is going to cost them, and I'm especially not sure how, on the especially on the road, Chris. And I'm not going to listen to anybody. And if you're and if anybody out there is hearing right now, chat in and let us know. If you're out there hearing, well, because Zappy's playing right now, you know, you got to kind of water it down, dial it down in the red zone. No, no, no. Um, let's not lay you in the nation. You're smart out there. Don't accept that as an excuse. Mark, should that be an excuse we accept? That's not an excuse. Chris, second and one, they call a running play up the middle. That's not on Zappy. Zappy Zappy was great all day with play action. Why are you not calling play action there, Chris? Why? I don't understand what he did. I don't get it. No, you've established that you can get Henry the ball now in play action. You established that that seam was open in the in, in, in the field. Yeah. Um, why you can't do it in a compressed situation? Because it starts to tick, the clock starts ticking in, brain, in Patricia's brain too. And the other thing, Chris, today that that it didn't hurt them, but it, I noticed it again, Chris. A lot of second, third down, play clock going down. They call timeout again. They 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 wasted timeouts again because the play clock ran down. I mean, is that on Zappy uh, or is that on the head coach? Uh, not the head you, coach, the, the offensive coordinator. You know, here's how you know when it's on the quarterback. In it my happened, opinion. it happened again today, Chris. Again, a couple of times. Here, to me, here's how you know when it's on the quarterback. It's on the quarterback when you see an exorbitant amount of time in the huddle. So you see in the huddle, and you see him trying to call a play, and it's going, and he's talking, and he's talking, and he's talking. You know, that's on the quarterback. You break the huddle, you get to the line of scrimmage. Guys are starting to move a little bit now. There was one timeout they called where guys were kind of shuffling around, moving a little bit. They would have gotten the playoff. Thought it was a good timeout in the first half um, that they that they ran. I don't like the play they had coming out of that timeout. Well, that's a whole other issue. You know, after that, but even when they had the time to talk about it, they still come up with a, a, a piece of crap, you know? So, no, this is coaching. This this is uh, this is operation. This is the uh, offensive operation on the sideline that's just not good enough because it's not experienced enough. Where it's like boom, boom, situations. I'm I've been in this situation before. I know how to do it. I know what to expect. I've seen enough film. Mark, it's not happening. No. It's not. And it's nope. gonna cost them. And so some other things now. Y- y- Joe Judge is invisible, isn't he? <laughs> well, did you see there was one thing in the first half, Chris? There was one they went to one shot. Zappy's there, and Belichick has sheets he's got the pencil he's going through stuff with them and judge is sitting there next to zappy while belichick is talking and he's got the uh he's got the surface pro and he's looking at the surface pro and he's just looking at belichick he's looking at belichick like 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 a little kid like judge has no clue what the hell is going on chris no clue i don't know what his function is 
I, I mean, he looks like he's charting plays out there. I'm, I'm I think, not sure. you know what, I, Chris, I think that's all he's doing, you know. I really think he's just charting plays. Then do you? Then let me ask you something. Then do you think, with the amount of Bel- the amount Belichick is sitting in on that stuff and involved there, do you think? And we're going to get to Sunday stiff, but do you think that it is seat fillers? Do you think that this isn't O'Brien a, a situation where Billy O'Brien's coming, which is waiting? I, mean, I don't. I don't know, Chris. I, I just don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say no. Because if Bill O'Brien comes here and has success, well, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know, Chris. I don't think Belichick wants Bill O'Brien here. That's my personal opinion. I don't think he wants him here. I think Belichick in this situation can control the narrative and be in this seat as long as he needs to be in this seat. It's hurting. I don't. Him. I, don't I just don't think he wants O'Brien. I, I don't know. I, why do you think he's a, it's a seat filler? The more I see Belichick involved so much. And ignoring so much of what's going on on defense, the more I see it, the more I realize that something else is coming. That, okay, that, that, well, because, well let's, let's hope. You know, because it just doesn't make – because, look, last week, you know, we came down – Belichick was my Sunday stiff last week, and not because he had a bad coaching day, because that was probably one of his better coaching days, but because of what he had to do. He had a, like a maniac he was on the sideline last week. Yeah. He was all over the frigging place, you know? Yeah. And I just don't know how long that's sustainable. Yeah. So yeah. still a lot, still a lot of questions in the coaching. Um on the offensive side ones. of the ball, anyway. Defensively, I think it's getting better and better. I think they're starting to get a good rhythm. Uh Belichick, uh the kid Belichick and and Mayo. Um, and Mayo. I think they're doing a pretty good job. We'll see how the t- the competition gets a little tougher, but they got to solve that personnel problem in the center of that field. So Coach's Corner was presented by Studio 42 Designs for all your graphic design needs. Studio 42 designs.com and uh I don't know, Mark. We have to search today. We got our Sunday stiff now. We got to get to that. There's a few few guys that I think are on that. I'm interested to see who yours is. Sunday stiff, Joe. Let's have it. So, Mark, I defer to you on this. My Sunday stiff. <laughs> You're hearing all this pause and this silence. Well, listen, I I, I hate to do it because and I I, I listen. I hate to do it. Twenty nine nothing. No, listen, I hate to do it because I haven't done it all season. But I'm going to go with Juwan Bentley. (laughs) I haven't done it all season, and I I said to myself, I'm not going to. I'm going to try not to pick him because it's too easy. But Jesus Christ, he he's just today. There was just some plays out there. I'm saying to myself, but what is he even doing? Like, I don't even understand what he's doing out there. He's How is he a professional starting linebacker in the NFL? He can't fill. He can't cover. He can't get in throwing lanes. He can't wall off receivers. And when he chooses, he typically chooses wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to go with him this week. I have to. I don't blame you. I mean, you can go with him every damn week, you know? Just thank God it's not Miles Bryant. You know, this week, <laughs> Mark will be losing his mind. For me, it's um, it's Aguilar. It's yeah. Aguilar. It just he just he pisses me off. Okay, yeah. watching yeah. that guy play yeah. football just irritates me. He irritates me because he doesn't do the little things well. Okay, he doesn't put the effort in in the little things, and I'm getting sick and tired of this guy giving the ball to the other team. And then what really pissed me off was watching this guy on the sideline after that happened. 
lecturing down his bench, talking to his other receivers, talking to other guys that are sitting. Yeah, what was he doing? What was he trying to? What was he coming up with some excuse? Like, what was what, what was he, he doing? Was up with, what was he doing? He, that was on him. That was hundred percent on him. That interception. And for anybody out there that thinks that that ball shouldn't have been thrown there, that's nonsense. That was a perfectly put ball by by Zappy, and that fool just bobbled it. And I don't think he should see the field anymore. Okay, Bourne keeps getting a bunch of crap from the coaching staff. Where the hell's Aguilar? And I could also give it to Win. I could give it to Win. Oh, you could give week. it to Win every week. Okay, I could also give it to Win. And I'm giving it to Aguilar. Mark, who's your Sunday seat? Who gets to sit with us at the table and eat today? My Sunday seat, Chris, I'm going to go with Matthew Judon. I just think he just had a dominant performance. I think, Chris, he's played well. If you you ask what's one one guy's played well every game this season, I, I, Judon's played well in every single game this season, Chris. He really has when you think about it. Every well, game this season, Judon probably has been a contender for, for the Sunday seat, you know? So so it, I, I got to go with Matthew Judon today. And you hold your breath a little too because you saw this last year. He you faded. Saw this, he you faded. Saw this act. He faded. And they got into this good stretch, and he and, played well, and he was playing great. And then, great, he, fa- and great, then, he, and then faded. he faded. So let's hope he can get that done from week, what, 12 on? Yeah. Um, and continue the play. Uh, but for me, it's Zappy. You know, we got to give him the love. I mean, yeah. again, everybody out, temper, temper it out there. Understand what you're looking at when you're seeing what's happening. They are still handcuffing him. They're not allowing him to read the entire field. You can see it. He drops back on it, gets to his top back foot. He's got two reads and the ball's out. And that's pretty much it. You know, if not a play action with one read. Um, the running game helped him out quite a bit. But I thought his poise, I thought his control, his operation of the of the offense, the game management, he didn't seem to get himself into clock trouble too much. Um, if it happened, it was due to the, the plays not getting out on the field in time, in my opinion. Um, he could have taken deep, bigger shots. But when you're a young kid, and you don't take those chances, to me that shows a lot more maturity and a lot more poise as somebody that would go out there and just try to sling it. So I, that's a good that, – I'm glad you brought that up, Chris. I wanted to ask you that earlier. So was that – does he have that option or or no? Like do you think he's got that option to, to, to take that chance? Yeah, I mean the routes are there. Okay. You know, the routes are being run. I mean, you, you know, you're a quarterback. You have the option to throw at any of those routes on that field. Do I think somebody's sitting in his ear saying, don't you dare throw down the sideline right now? No, I don't think anybody's doing that. I think um, they're being cautious with him and telling him things like, hey, these are the things, you, you know, this is this is our one, this is our two. This is what the defense should dictate be open in this okay. circumstance. Okay. And, and, and you're right, Chris. He's smart enough to realize this is what I'm going with. I'm not going to take that shot. I'm going to go with this because if I take that shot and it gets picked – yeah. You know, so that that's the, and that's going to help us, Chris, when we go on the road to places like Cleveland and to the Meadowlands and the next few weeks. Yeah, those types of environments that's going to help us when it's loud. When it's loud, it's going to help us. You know, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what he's going to be like um, in a two minute. You know, in in a hurry, you didn't really have to do it much today. It did a no. towards the end of the half, but um. You know, I, I'm interested to see how he how he fares doing that, uh, especially on the road when it is loud like that. But so far, so good. He gets my Sunday seat, and uh, that's it, so, gentlemen. That's our post game show for this week. The Patriots, Pat's Nation, the only Patriots post game show worth watching. Twenty nine zero is our final. The Patriots beat the Detroit Lions, and uh, next week, Mark. Though, real quick, we just we have we have thirty seconds. Um, Oh, we got time. 
we're, we're gonna we're gonna break down that Cleveland game and Corso and uh, Catone next Saturday. But can you know? Is this can they get to five hundred next week? Should they? They should, but Chris, listen, that center of the field, you talk about the center of the field. Cleveland's got the two running backs. They've got a Joku. They've got the tight end. Cleveland's got weapons that 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 fit against our weakness of our defense. The center of the field is the weakness in our defense, and Cleveland does have guys that can exploit that. They do. And they can put points on the board, too. So, so put points on the board. So, you know, right. off, are you going to get a slug of a Detroit Lion team on offense? Like I, I don't think I don't, say that, but they would, know. you know, they would, they would a lot of yards, a lot of points. Yeah. Uh, the Detroit coming into today. Well, listen, if they want the answer to that question, they got to tune in next Saturday to Pat's and, preview and make sure you do that next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Come to Corso Ancatone, the real deal, New England field. We're going to have that breakdown of the Patriots trip to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Hey, we're also going to have our. Uh, Step up to the betting window, right? We're gonna have our Sunday spread talk. We're gonna have give our locks of the week. How do we do this week, by the way? I don't know. I I I don't know. I think somebody's lock already lost, but I'm not sure. They didn't cover, but I'm not sure who that was, Joe. It didn't. But the Jets one came out. The, the Jets, Jets one. The came Jets one. The Jets one. Yeah. And my Patriots pick was pretty sound, except for the fact that Detroit didn't put anything on the board. We didn't get, we didn't get the over. So no. tune in next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, to hear our locks of the week, talking about Sunday spread and all your gambling, sports betting action. And call us, 855-313-PATS, the heated hotline. I want to hear from you this week. Leave us a message, 24-7. I uh, want to play yours on the air and uh, get your thoughts of what your lock of the week is. So 855 855- 313-7287 and come back for the Pats Nation the only Patriots post game show worth watching 30 minutes following that trip to Cleveland to take on the Browns and that's a what 1pm Eastern kickoff Mark, 1pm 1pm Mark and I will be on 30 minutes following for all your post game breakdown so for Mark Catone Joe Guineri I'm Chris Corso final score in this one Patriots 29 Lions 0 see you next Sunday